0: It's that time of year, the annual draft ditties from my co-host Matt Williamson draft notes on every team in the NFL historically as it pertains to the NFL draft and we will start with the AFC on today's Peacock and Williamson.
1: NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson
0: bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock, alongside Matt Williamson at bdpeacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Get those mailbag questions in for this week's mm, W yeah. mailbag to those Twitter handles. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more with FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Here we go. Draft Diddies. I love it. Every single year. For those (laughs) listeners to Peacock and Williamson, Matt, do you want to let the folks know what this is with the annual Draft Diddies From Matt Williamson.
1: Yeah. Um, there's a draft publication that asks me to write all the team needs for them. Fran Duffy does all the uh scouting reports and I do the team needs, and part of them is hey, give us two sentences on like draft trends of each team, and they call it their draft ditty. So what I do is I go to drafthistory.com, pull up each team one by one, and basically stare at their drafts until something jumps out at me, you know, like, oh wow, there's a trend here. Or, Or and the other thing I do, don't tell anybody, but I pull up last year's file of Draft Diddy 2022 and say, wow, maybe I can steal off last year's homework too because these trends are keeping up. And they often are because teams have trends. Well,
0: with that, Matt, let's get started. Dig in, yeah. AFC Draft Diddies, which start with AFC East and the Buffalo Bills.
1: Yeah, since drafting Josh Allen in the first round, that was 2018. That wasn't two days ago. Every Bills first rounder has been used on defense. And if you include that Allen selection, seven of their last eight years have been on defense, with the only exception being Allen. So this was a little more prominent early in his career, but it was absolutely a, 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 by design. And I think it's something other teams can learn off of, too, is if you looked at like Josh Allen in year two, year three, everyone around him on offense were veterans from other teams. Stefan Diggs. Remember that offensive line year where they brought in like seven offensive linemen, Mitch Morse and guys like that. And they drafted defense. Well, I think that's kind of smart for a young quarterback. Let's get him a bunch of veterans. He can kind of ease into things and we'll draft defense.
0: With the one exception being the first rounder, they didn't spend, but they did send to Minnesota two days. For, right, right, right. for Stephon Diggs, which was a yeah. nice move there. But I wonder if the bills, it, I don't, I, I like the philosophy. I, I think mm-hmm. you know they they were able to build around their quarterback, and then they also tried to draft and, and develop a defense. Did they Might have been a bit
1: the, extreme, though?
0: Did they force the defense too much? And yeah, not yeah, so yeah. much that there was too many picks on defense, but that maybe there was better players on the offensive side of the ball because the the a lot of the defensive picks now, looking back, while fine players, haven't been extremely impactful players.
1: I agree, you know, and there's definitely hindsight there, but they kept drafting all those defensive linemen, Rousseau and Oliver, and then they went out and signed Von Miller, and you know, like that. The line should be better with those much um, that, that sort of investments. Yes. And now looking at it, those veterans on offense have kind of gotten old, and Gabe Davis isn't good enough, or you know, Singletary or Cook, or you know, like uh, they could use an influx of weaponry and linemen.
0: How about those Miami Dolphins? What kind of trends are you seeing over the course of the last few seasons with their draft classes?
1: I think this is a massively transitional year for the Dolphins. And in, in that, I referenced that, you know, the offseason um, resources. Nobody has fewer offseason resources than the Dolphins when you look at draft, cap space, ability to make more cap space. So they're kind of done being buyers. And now's the time that they need to step up. Because over the 2020 and 2021 drafts, Miami made 18 total selections in those two drafts, including five first-round picks. Last year, though, they didn't make their first pick till 102 overall, and they don't have a first-round pick this year. So they're going into the desert in terms of draft pick times.
0: Yeah, strange draft season for the Dolphins, who – had two first round picks at one point, got one taken away and forfeited from the league, and then traded the other one away at the deadline to to try to to really yeah. do some damage in the playoffs, which they weren't able to do, and now they have no first round picks.
1: Yeah, right. So I mean, it, they were. I mean, remember they were tanking for Tua, and they were a bad team there for a while. And Flores gets fired, and he's saying they wanted me to lose. Well, they had five first round picks. I mean, they kind of accomplished that, but now everything went into Chubb and Tyreek.
0: New England Patriots draft trend. I'll throw one in here. Uh, they've been drafting poorly for a while now,
1: really poorly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this reiterates that a little bit. So they've made five first-round selections since 2018, all on offensive players. Is there a least talent, a less talented offense in the league? And the and the free agent money they have right, well, sign well, multiple
0: wide receivers multiple tight ends, hands, and they're still not good anywhere on offense. Really.
1: Uh, uh, I guess right. running back, they're
0: fine. I'd say Ramadre
1: Stevenson's their best yeah. guy, I think. Right. Needs a third-round pick.
0: So. They need help on the offensive line. They need help at receiver still. Right. Neither tight end is a standout that they, they spent money on or draft. Remember, they, they had the year where they drafted two tight ends as well. Then they signed two more the next year. They're None fine. of them were
1: really great. None of them are really great. I mean, who's the difference maker? You use five first-round picks in a row on offense. Who's the difference maker? Yourself. And the latest
0: report is that their first-round quarterback might not be better than the guy they drafted in the fifth round the next year, and they might be dangling him
1: in trade. Right. And you're firing offensive coordinators. And yeah, after having two of them last year,
0: Bill O'Brien's going to help that offense.
1: I think so. So, I think so.
0: You know, maybe all 11 play up a little bit, but talent wise, uh, the Patriots haven't done well for themselves in recent history. No, no, they haven't. New York jets. On the other hand, have drafted a lot of talent on that football team.
1: They have. So, Before drafting Ahmad Gardner last year, the last time they used a a first a pick in the first three rounds on a cornerback was for Dexter McDougal in 2014. Corners are, you know, we talk about offensive linemen all the time. You got to draft corners high on the regular. You know, I mean, you can't just ignore corners for a decade. And they kind of did in the first three rounds. And I think this translates to the next ones with them. Over the last six years, the Jets' average draft pick is at 4.8 overall. So on average, over a six-year stretch, the first selection is coming between the fourth and fifth pick overall. It's pretty terrible.
0: That is pretty terrible. Yeah. Moving on to the AFC North and the Baltimore Ravens, who have, you know, have had a very consistent front, even though they did change GMs, it was a very in-house, you know, very consistent coaching staff and in front office over the course of the last decade.
1: So we know they're, they're kind of the comp pick captains. You know, they're the champs of the comp pick world and they make a lot of draft picks. So over the past 10 drafts, they made 96 draft picks. I mean, that's two whole rosters basically over 10, 10 draft selection. And they had 11 draft picks last year. Only one of those 11 came after the fourth round. So they're all like in comp pick land, third rounders, fourth rounders, you know, so you would think their roster should be a little bit better too. Like, I, I'm not giving Mel a hard time. I know he's a raven guy, Mel Kuiper, but they always get an A the day after the draft, but <laughs> it doesn't always hold up, you know yeah,
0: yeah and uh it's it's you know I almost wonder and we, we talked about this with the bills too and in Lamar Jackson and different teams that they get a quarterback and then they change the way they do things. Mm-hmm. should teams should teams not do that? should teams just do what they do and not worry about if they're helping their quarterback or building the defense or, you know, trying to fix one, because when it comes to the NFL draft, it's like, okay, free agency for needs draft, the best players available. And I think some teams talk themselves into doing weird things because they want to replenish one thing. Mm -hmm. It's just like draft the best guys, man. At the end of the day, just draft the best guys.
1: And the Ravens are kind of known for that, that they tend to do get the best guys. At least it seems that way on draft day. But I mean, I just said they had 11 draft choices last year and only one of them was after the fourth round. None of them were wide receivers. Like, what were you doing there?
0: right and the thing that you need to help uh, so uh, i don't know maybe it's the opposite for the the ravens maybe they need to do more of it
1: maybe maybe
0: i don't know all right next cincinnati Bengals, browns steelers in the north will do the south and the west of the afc what are the recent draft trends of every team in the nfc today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. you don't have any more nfl football games for a while but you can still bet on nfl football at fanduel america's number one sports book future nfl super bowl champions future nfl mvps draft props as well at fanduel and of course it's the midway point of the nba season so now is the perfect time to download fanduel because of the new customers will get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure. Love the website and the app. Super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores to threes drained in a game. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for the best chance at a bigger payout. One of my favorite things to do and build your own parlays. same game parlays. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet to up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba all right, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the brand new Peacock and Williamson YouTube page. We are no longer on the NF- locked on NFL YouTube page. Got our own standalone YouTube page. doesn't change anything else for any of the other podcast apps. Just YouTube. And if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, go check us out. YouTube.com slash at Peacock and Williamson and subscribe. We are on to the Cincinnati Bengals, Matt. Uh, Boy, do they have a team, trend. Another team with a big time quarterback. What are they doing recently around their quarterback in the draft?
1: They, they absolutely have a formula and so in the last 12 drafts their first two picks in all those drafts that's so 24 picks you know since 2011 the first two picks of the drafts 24 selections 18 of those 24 have been on offensive players I mean that's a high high percentage so that leaves six picks that weren't on offensive players all six of those were on defensive backs
0: that's a bad recipe. It's a crazy that's, recipe, yeah. A bad recipe as far as look, and they have they, they've they've drafted some good players among Chase those picks. and Higgins Obviously, and Burrow and right, right themselves yeah. an offense in a passing game. Um, uh, but the defensive line is one of the most important things your team can have. And to not spend yeah. a pick in the first two selections on a defensive lineman is they just got him
1: from outside the organization. They went out Absolutely and got not. Hendrickson and Reeder, and you know, right, but that's a little crazy.
0: I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, oh, wait, what about uh, – Hubbard about- was a
1: third. And, yeah, Carl right. Lawson,
0: he was a third too, right?
1: Yeah, he was a third, right? Yeah. That's wild. Crazy. The Cleveland Brownies. Brownies. So hopefully for their sake, they have found their quarterback. I mean, everyone knows that jersey that has a million quarterback names hanging off the back of it. But still, 2012 wasn't that long ago. So since 2012, and I'm counting the Watson trade for this – They've used five first round picks on quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, it's in a 10 year stretch. And that's not even counting the one they're giving up this year. They might need to draft a
0: backup, Matt.
1: They right. might draft a backup.
0: <laughs> they're not gonna do it in the first two rounds, but uh, they still might have to draft a, right. a quarterback. And and Getting if you're wondering why first the round picks as ridiculous as they did with the contract and the guarantees, I mean, that's why. No team needed a quarterback more than right. the rounds, and they were desperate.
1: Yep. I mean, we know that there's a revolving door there to no end since that organization has been there. But that goes to show. I mean, you can use five first round picks in a 10 year stretch to on quarterbacks.
0: Your Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Yeah, man. they have a couple strong ones here As too. close as
0: anyone, what kind of trends have you noticed there?
1: So they drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round, but that's the first time they've used a first round pick on an offensive player since drafting David DeCastro in 2012. And we talked about the stability of this organization. I mentioned I've seen three coaches in my lifetime. Well, Ben Roethlisberger being the other, Ben and Pickett are the only first-round quarterbacks since Mark Malone in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's
0: remarkable here is that David DeCastro was the last offensive player drafted in the first round by Pittsburgh until Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. He had an entire career and retired before they drafted another offensive
1: <laughs> Right. Good career.
0: The Houston Texans, let's move on to the AFC South draft, trends.
1: So last year, they, they finally started to get picks, but I'm sure Texans fans don't, don't forget that before that, they had a really long stretch of not having premium picks. So before last year, the four drafts before that, the earliest pick they made was 23rd overall. And during that four-year stretch, their average starting draft slot was all the way at 49.5. You, you wonder why their roster is a disaster. I mean, it, you picked late for four years in a row. And then they had a, another cornerback trend that got broken by taking Stingley was they hadn't drafted a corner since 2015 in the first round. So in the top in the top four rounds, I'm sorry. Kind of like the Jets. The, yeah, the Jets. So they went no corners in the top four rounds since 2015 before taking Stingley last year.
0: For a lot of franchises, fans are out there probably looking, hearing these trends and, and thinking, man, who? thank God we've got new leadership. And Yeah, was, right. Cesario's been there for a little while now, but he wasn't there in 2015. And they drafted Stingley last year, and they've got multiple picks now, and mm-hmm. they've, they've got a new head coach in a new direction. And you hope for the Texans, it's like, okay, these draft days are going to start to look a lot different in a couple years than they do right now.
1: I, I guarantee they will, because I bet my ditty next year is over the last two years, they've made 25 picks and four first rounders. You know what I mean? After right. Four <laughs> years with nothing in the draft.
0: Indianapolis Colts draft trends. And this has been an odd team with odd drafters. And they had a franchise quarterback and they had a generational quarterback and Andrew Luck. And then he disappeared and they didn't build an offensive line around him. Then they had one of the best offensive lines in the league. And then that line wasn't playing that great last year. It's just a a really wild organization that's now looking Mm -hmm. for their post-Andrew Luck quarterback still.
1: Yeah, And over the last five drafts, they've only had two first-round picks in that stint, but 11 second-rounders. Wait, say that again? Over the last five drafts, they've only made two first round picks, but eleven second round picks. What am I missing? Why where did those first rounders go? Um trying to think of the trade. I know they traded down several times that they were accumulating second round picks like crazy there for a yeah. while. I'd have to think what were the deals they made to get out of the first because they didn't well, they went, they gave one to your Niners. For Buckner,
0: okay, Buckner, that's twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, I'm going to draft history right now as we speak here because <laughs> I'm, I'm making sure that my facts are right. To be honest with you, I'm trying. Um, Qu- Quiddy Quiddy Pay was a first round pick. Yes, and Quentin Nelson was a first round pick, and that's it. I mean, and I'm not counting Nelson. So Alec Pierce was their first pick last year. Quiddy Pay was a first round of the year before Pittman in 2020. Yeah, rocketed. high second rounder. Yeah, yeah. So, and then
0: Jonathan Taylor was a high second rounder as well.
1: Yep. And so Nelson was a one and pay was a one tons of twos in there though. Interesting. 11 second Colts, round
0: seconds. Colts fans. Let us know
1: well, where those, I, I can't even think of where those first round picks went. They, they did they, they just trade out of the first. I think there was some draft day trades just accumulating yeah. future capital and Buckner's one of them, obviously, you know? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars, Titans in the South, and then the AFC West draft trends. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Now it's your turn to compete with some of the other listeners and hosts around the Locked On NFL Network and all over the world. We've created a Locked On League for you to compete against Locked On fans, and uh, can you be? the ultimate locked on football GM choose the locked on one word locked on league in the app to join. Can you create a football dynasty and hire the right coaches and coordinators trade players, navigate your franchise through free agency and the drafts, all the ups and downs of a season. If you've ever dreamed of being an NFL GM, this is definitely the mobile game for you. Ultimate football GM to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores that's ultimate-gm.com ultimate football gm start your dynasty today all right afc south next up is the jacksonville jaguars what kind of trends are we seeing in jacksonville in the draft
1: a long stint of being really bad is what to, you know and hopefully that's changing with lawrence now and kind of like we talked about Houston a changing of the culture there but in the last 11 drafts they're First, their average starting spot has been 6.3 overall. That's a long time to be picking right around the sixth pick. And if you remember in 2018, they were coming off a good year. You know, they went to the AFC Championship game, they picked 29th overall. So if you take that one out, the remaining 10 drafts over that period, their average starting draft spot is fourth overall. That's hideous.
0: That's remarkable. That is <laughs> it's unbelievable.
1: Really bad, right.
0: They've made some good picks. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, made, Ramsey some, and yeah, they made yeah.
0: some bad picks too, though, with, with some of those. And, and if you're seeing a team that's drafting consistently in the top five, it's because they made some bad draft picks and, and some bad organizational choices. But hey, I think they're over that now, right? I that, do you're too. Not Your quarterback. You're no you the last time they weren't drafting number one overall was 2020, right? And so oh, right. <laughs> the, the Jaguars are in a much better place right now. And hopefully drafting in the 20s for the foreseeable future. Who knows, maybe even in the 30s sometime mm-hmm. soon. Tennessee Titans draft trends.
1: This one's not great, I'll be honest. Sometimes you got to strain a little bit, but uh, of their last 12 first-round picks, only three have been on defensive players. And remember we were talking yesterday, or Friday, I guess it was, their offense is pretty devoid of talent. I mean, nine of their last 12 first-round picks were on offense. You would think that that would be better on that side of the ball. And then there is some balance, though. But over the last seven years, when you look at their first two picks, they've been offense, defense, defense, offense. You know, they, they've been equal except for one year. So they've made up for it a little bit with the ups, other picks. But of your last twelve picks, you would think that you know the defense would be terrible and the offense would be great, and that's not what we're seeing.
0: And then they hit on a first or no, wait, they hit on a second rounder in AJ Brown. Got a first rounder yeah. back, but they lost a really good player too.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: AFC West, Denver Broncos, and uh, yeah, Russell Wilson. Interesting football team here. There, there's mm-hmm. no more stuff about Russell Wilson. There's a rumor that he had his own office and office hours. but I think that rumor was debunked. <laughs> the circus around Russell Wilson, I'm almost over it at this point. And uh, even, as weird as Russell Wilson is, and he tried to act perfect, and he's, he's brought a lot of this upon himself, Matt. Mm-hmm. I almost feel bad for the guy and I almost am rooting for him to at least play well enough that the storylines go away.
1: Yeah, I kind of am too. Um, He was kind of easy to dislike and now it's kind of gone too far. Right. But (laughs) speaking of him, you know, we know that Denver gave up a ton to get Russell Wilson last year. Correct. You know, so, but including that trade, they've made 29 draft picks over the past three years, including six third round picks. So, the infrastructure of that team might be better than people realize. I mean, you bring in six third rounders over a three-year stretch and 29 total picks over that stint, including Russell Wilson. It's a pretty good haul.
0: Kansas City Chiefs. Uh Have you noticed a big switch in the Kansas City Chiefs there? Them drafting post, basically getting a superstar quarterback in previous previously,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and certainly the Tyreek trade holds up here as well this was another one i had to strain a little bit for but they've made seven second round picks in the last four drafts and i'm almost certain they still have miami's from the Tyreek trade and then should, then should have another two you know so there's a couple of these teams the colts the chiefs that you know value have had a lot of second round selections you know and you know that's a quality pick
0: absolutely you're you're building the bulk of your team and the bulk of your starters on your team you should be at least on day two in in those second and third round so hitting on a a nice number of those and having some extra ones is is absolutely helpful even though everyone's paid attention to what you did with your first round picks Mm
1: -hmm. um the raiders are sort of similar in that in the last five years they've made eight third round picks and eight fourth round picks like those are gifts. I mean, they should be at minimum great backups or okay starter or key special teamer, and they've drafted really poorly. I mean, the Gruden-Mayock era was brutal for this team.
0: It's amazing how bad yeah. and how how much worse it continues to look. They, they, they almost yeah, right. have nothing to show for years and years of draft picks.
1: Right. I mean, trading Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper for first-round picks and Henry Ruggs and the corner Conley out of Ohio State and dudes that aren't even a league.
0: Not even on the on a roster, let alone right. their own roster.
1: Right. Yeah, and so it's been bad. Last Los one States here. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. The AFC West might be the most boring one, but yeah, I did what I could. Um they since 2010, they've made 14 first round picks. Seven on offense, seven on defense. Yeah, you know, that's something. And let us
0: know. I, I want to hear from, you know, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, AFC West, uh, yeah, all the AFC teams out there and NFC teams. We'll get to those tomorrow for the uh, NFC draft ditties from Matt Williamson. But uh let us know, guys, at BD Peacock, at Williamson NFL. Get involved in the mailbag as well. But let us know what draft trends you've noticed for your – uh specific football teams and it's always fun to hear and uh, i love draft season so every angle of draft season of course we'll have covered here for you every single day on peacock and williamson get those mailbag questions in make sure you are subscribed up to the peacock and williamson brand new youtube channel youtube.com slash at peacock and williamson and we'll be back with you tomorrow right here peacock and williamson